Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back to Sports Talk here on the Big 870. Mike Detail along with Charlie Long taking you to 8 o'clock tonight. Bobby's uh, got some vacation time. He'll be back Monday. Charlie, want to congratulate uh, uh, Vance Joseph, a uh, guy who, man, getting old in his business. I saw him play quarterback at Archbishop Shaw. Man, he was a fabulous quarterback there. He goes to Colorado, has a short stint in the National Football League. Um, I think for the last four years, he's been the defensive coordinator Arizona. with Arizona. Uh, the years before, two years before that, uh, the head coach with the Broncos. And uh, a lot of talk that Sean Payton had talked to Rex Ryan. About yeah, the possibility, too. Uh, about maybe being his uh, defensive coordinator, uh, but instead he goes with uh, Vance Joseph and uh, That's Vance. A great hire, man. Vance is a really good coach. Did a lot really with little in Arizona for sure, but I, I think it's and it's funny because it's different ownership, so it's not going to be that yeah, awkward for him to same. go back to Denver, like he, after getting fired just a couple of years ago as a head coach. But I mean. Some people aren't head coaches, and he's a great coordinator, great D.C., so I think it's a really good hire for Sean. The one thing in being around Vance, I've been to some camps with him, is how well he can communicate. And it doesn't matter if you 22, 32, 38, whatever. He he really communicates well with players, and I think that that's one of Sean Payton's strengths, too, as a coach. He can relate to the really young player. The guy that's in his maybe late 20s or in, in their 30s, he can relate very well. And I think that is a real strength of, of Vance Joseph is his ability to not only coach but get the most out of these players. Because a lot of times you can say, well, they should be motivated. Look how much they're getting paid. Uh, that's not quite the it's like case. like I was saying, Mike, he did a lot with Little in Arizona. Like he did, Arizona did not have that much talent defensively, and they had some pretty solid defenses. Vance is a really good coach, so congratulations, Vance. Real proud of you getting that job. uh, As uh, I knew eventually he'd get that DC job somewhere, but uh, man, I wondered a little bit because 
you know, that that leak, I know exactly where it came from about Rex Ryan. So I think there was some seriousness to it. We're going to go back to our Oakland Hard Jewelers talk and text line. We're going to go to James in Mandeville. James, you're in the huddle with Mike and Charlie. Hey, thanks, guys. You're doing a great job. Listen, um, I want to play a game with you. I'm the, I'm the GM, right? I'm the new GM and uh, or the coach, whichever. But I, I want to... I want to start Taysom, and I want to get – I want to have Dalton as the backup because Taysom does have a winning record as a starter, no matter, you know, whatever it is. So, uh, we're at pick 29. Mike and, here's, Mike and Charlie, here's what we got. We got we got the Florida guard from Hammond. He's available. We got Baylor, uh, uh, DT, uh, Seek, I think his name is. Seek, yeah, I got yeah. <laughs> He's available also. We got the Michigan uh, DT. He's available, and we got Gibbs, uh, the Alabama running back, who I understand is the fastest player on the team. They say he's like AK. He can't be like AK with that with that kind of speed. Yep. He's on. The, he, he's available also, and we got the guy I call a pterodactyl, the, the the wide receiver with the long arms. He's available. We're going to pick one. I also like the, I also like the guy from Penn State, the safety. But I'm, I'm gonna leave that guy alone. Um, all these guys available. Who 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 who, who we taking? Who's going to be the best for the team at number twenty nine right now? Osiris Torrance. Okay. James, I'll tell you I, something. I, I, I watched I, I watched Osiris play at UL for a couple of years before he followed Billy to uh, Florida. He's always been just a road stopper. No one ever gets past him. He is just that guy in the middle of the line that he will only play guard. He'll never play no, tackle. No, he'll never play tackle. But he's that guy that no defensive lineman gets past him. He's Man, got he's got a nasty streak to him. He's got, he's a wide load now. <laughs> and he's a big old boy. He's a big big man. But what I like about him is watch his explosiveness when he's the line of scrimmage as a run blocker. Man, he's moving people around. I mean, it's like he's a furniture mover. He's moving them around, and he has gotten so much better as a pass protector. Uh, I, I've told this story before, but uh, when he came out of high school, um, uh, that, that was an assistant coach at LSU who did not want to recruit him. He was a line coach, and uh, he, he was looking for a bigger game. I said, you're making a big mistake. You're making a big mistake. He said, no, nah, man, this guy's going to play in the pros. I'm telling you, uh, he's going to be a 10-year guy in the NFL. Uh, he was a lifetime bench warmer. Look at Torrance. Look what he's done. And so, again, uh, it was a misevaluation, but a lot of that had to do with, you know, they were looking for a four-star guy. And that wasn't Torrance. He wasn't that type guy. Uh, developed. Yeah, and he was a developmental player. But a really good one. And listen, uh, I got an eight-year-old grandchild that could have figured out that guy could play. Just the way he was moving people in high school. But if you watch him, if it was at UL or at Florida, man, he's a road grader. And I think for this football team offensively, what they didn't have last year, they couldn't run the ball, James, at all. They, they couldn't yeah, run it. And right. so give me the guy right. that can help me in the running game, and um, I'm good with it. So so let me ask you guys, you think we could pick up Gibbs or Spears in round two? Because I don't think I don't think Spears is going to be around. I think Spears may end up being a third-round pick. 
You think so? Yeah, I yeah. think I, I think, think you'll see the second round pick. I think uh, yeah. Bajon will go in round one. Bajon's the only one that will go yeah, round one. Yeah, and he will go from eighteen to probably twenty five in round. Even though on my board he's the eleventh best player. I do know the devaluation of running backs. Now, Mike, what if Bijan starts falling? Because I've seen some mocks that have him going around the 25 to 29 range. And that would not surprise me gets to 25. But if he goes past that and if, if he somehow gets past like, – I don't think there's any way that if Bijan Robinson is at pick 27 that the Buffalo Bills pass on him. No way. But, but on the off chance that it does happen – with the Saints draft B. John Robinson at 29 I'd have to take a long look at that because my board tells me all I need to know. Mm-hmm. And I didn't spend all that money uh, to do it, but I think Jameer Gibbs ends up being a very early second-round pick. He will have a grade similar to Alvin Kamara for me. Now, Kamara had gone as the first pick in round two. He lasted round three. So it, it's going to be – those two guys and then what happens afterwards with Devin A. Chain from A&M Zach Sarbernay from UCLA Tajay Spears Chulane this is a good running back draft class it's a really it's, good it's a good time to need a running back and that's why I think they may last a little bit longer because when it's a thicker class you man I can get that a little bit later and you start to kick the can down the road a little bit. And so I think they may last a little bit longer than we may be having them uh, from an evaluation standpoint. Thanks so much for the call, James. We appreciate it. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870, and uh, we'll have uh, Mr. Grubbs on from Harden to Paint, also Pelican's group, right after this message here on the Big 870 WWL. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Selling a little... Or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other 
other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870, Mike Detail, along with Charlie Long. Uh, we're going to go back to our Oakwood Heart Jewelers talk and text line, and we're going to bring in David Grubb. Dave's a uh, uh, big-time contributor, Hard in the Paint podcast, also Pelican Scoop. And, uh, Dave, thanks so much uh, for joining us this afternoon. Uh, before I ask you an NBA question, I'm going to ask you an NFL one because I know you also cover the Saints for in the Believe Network. Um what what's your thoughts at the quarterback position? I, I think come draft time, no matter what you do, you have to go out and draft a quarterback. And I think in this draft class, draft one early. Uh, my thought is with the first-round pick, you go for either a big offensive lineman or a defensive tackle. But in round two, you pick Hendon Hooker from Tennessee. But your thoughts on where you think the Saints should go uh, at the quarterback position and they got to bring in a veteran. I mean, that that's obvious. But I think you got to double down here and go after a young quarterback also. Yeah, I mean, I really don't like the veteran free agents that are out there. If the Saints are looking for a starter, that's going to – there's no one out there that's going to change the direction of this franchise, you know, immediately. You might get a couple more wins and squeeze those out of somebody, but this, this team's future is not this season. So I agree with you. I think early on you've got to rebuild this team up the middle. You have a lot of questions on both the offensive defensive line. I think at the quarterback spot, what you're looking for is somebody who is a bit of a, a you know, maybe a little bit more risk, but a higher reward because you're in that position now. You've got to take a chance uh, because there may be a better player next year at that position who becomes available, but depending on the season you have. But I think right now, yeah, what do you have to lose? Because what you have under contract if you're keeping Andy Dalton, if he comes back and they move Jameis Winston, which they're probably going to do, like you said, they don't have anything in the cupboard. And this is not a team that I think you want to go all in on investing on a quarterback, spending 30, 40 million bucks, take the chance on the younger player and see if they can provide you with maybe a foundation going forward. My thing about it is if you're going after Derek Carr, it's going to cost you mid thirties, mid thirties. To be what? To be what? To, to, to you know How mean? much better will you be? I think you're at best. You're trying to win. a. That's a move to if you're being very short-sighted and you want to be the best in a bad division. If you're looking at the future of the New Orleans Saints, there's a 10-year guy, Derek Carr, who we've seen. We know what his ceiling is. We got the resume. You know, at best, he is a mediocre NFL quarterback. 
at best. He's not even he hasn't had the upside of say a Kirk Cousins even. So yeah, I think the Saints would be foolish to spend that kind of money when they're in the salary cap position that they're in and the overhaul that they need at just about every level of this team on offense and defense. Dave, this ain't a quick fix. Uh, I was talking no. to Charlie about this ain't no quick fix. I'm telling you. Uh, you we talking about we knew this would happen, right? Uh, we knew this eventually would to- happen. It was coming uh, that uh, chicken's coming home to roost. But I think we're at that point now. This is not a quick fix. And you're in a bad division. And I think that that's fine. I mean, this is what happens – for any team, that after you make a 15-year pretty much run of, of very solid play, you, did, you, had, you, know, you had some 7-9s and nines in there mixed in um, and a 6-10, and ten, but it, overall, a 15-year run. Most teams are going to have to go through that transition. Yep. Now, how long do you want to be in that? And I think the problem for, for typically, uh, typically in the NFL or in any sports league is you wait too long to realize you're rebuilding. Yep. And that's what the Saints can can fail to do this offseason is wait and still think that they're not in a rebuild. They are in a rebuild. David, hopping over to the hardwood for a second with the Pelicans. They Their first game back from All-Star break in Toronto against the Raptors. The Pels haven't been very good on the road this season, 10-19 and record. And they have three more games left in February with two of those games coming on the road in Toronto and then in New York. I think this is a really important stretch for this team. But before getting into March, I feel like most of their toughest games remaining are at the start to like mid part of March. So getting a little bit of confidence going before that stretch, because once they hit a stretch where they play like the Spurs and the Rockets and the Hornets, that's when you're you're golden, where you should be picking up all those wins. But getting these wins against these teams that are kind of middle of the pack in the NBA, I think it's really important. It starts tonight in Toronto. What do you see from that matchup? Yeah, I mean, you look at this game tonight, I think they have to set the tone. They went into the all-star break on such a bad note. And people talk about, well, you know, they knew the break was coming. They're not a team that can afford to give away any games. The Pelicans are as close to being in the playoffs as they are to being completely out of it at this point. They're, you know, a, a, a half game from being sixth and a game and a half from being 13th. So when you're in that position, they have to come out tonight, a losing team, on the road, this is a team you have to beat. Because not only is it this, this, the, the Pelicans playing these first two on the road, they come home for one game, and then they're back on the road for four more. So six out of their first seven coming out of the break are on the road against some tough teams. You're right, it softens in the middle, and it, but it gets tough again late. So the Pelicans have to start strong, and they're going to have to finish strong. And I think tonight, uh, Brandon Ingram, more than anybody, has to be the tone setter. David, uh, we saw, man, this flurry of deals, okay, right around before it went to the uh, All-Star break. And we understand who Kevin Durant is with Phoenix and and how that's going to work out. But the intrigue to me is Dallas with Kyrie Irving because I think there's no middle ground here. Either this is going to be a great move or it's going to be a great cluster you-know-what across the board. There's going to be no gray area here. It's either going to be one or the other uh, with that particular move with Kyrie Irving going to Dallas. and it, Man, it looks great on paper. But how that all fits to me is interesting. And the Lakers got better, uh, to be honest with you, uh, but w- making these deals. Y- your thoughts on how the West changed with the, all these moves that happened right before uh, the All-Star break? I think even with all the moves, because, yeah, Phoenix and Dallas in particular, what they went in all in on was offense. 
both of them are very weak defensive teams now. Phoenix gave up its entire defensive core. You lose Mikhail Bridges, an all-defensive type player. You know, you lose Cam Johnson. These are guys who, who were big contributors for them when they made the finals. So they're going all in on health and, and being a just being able to outscore people at this point. Same with Dallas because they weren't a great they're not a great defensive team. Luka Doncic is not going to be a great defender for no. you. Neither is Kyrie Irving. The team to me, the sneaky good team that people really need to pay attention to is the Clippers. Because the Clippers have been slowly climbing up the standings as the season has gone on. Kawhi Leonard is healthy now. They in adding Russell Westbrook I don't think he helps them as far as raising their ceiling, but he lifts their floor because that means there are fewer minutes that you have to be ball dominant with Paul George and Kawhi. They, have to, they don't have to work as hard with the ball in their hands. I think they're the best defensive team. They have the most experience of the teams at the top of the West right now. There's still questions about Denver. There's still questions to me about uh, Memphis. There's still questions to me about a lot of the teams in the West. Uh, but if they are healthy right now, I think the Clippers really are the team best positioned in the West to go deep into the playoffs. David, looking a little bit at those Western Conference standings, it's still like nothing has changed. It's still super bunched up because no team can really go on that big losing streak or big winning streak to kind of separate from the pack. So from Sacramento at the three spot all the way down to Portland at the 12 spot, it's a four and a half game difference. <laughs> so the, the Pelicans are in a good spot where they have a very easy strength of schedule to close out the season, but 23 games left. How many of those games do you think the Pels need to win to solidify themselves not only in the playoffs but out of the play-in tournament, out in those top six seeds? I think you want to be around 43 to 45 wins. That's the sweet spot. So that means they've got to win, you know, thirteen, go 13 and 10, 15 um, and 8 down the stretch. The strength of schedule, take that off the table because they haven't played a number of the teams that they're going down to. And I think that you look at that and you look at, you can only look at what the Pelicans have done against those teams. Some of them they've done very well against, but some of them they have not played as well against. Toronto, you know, Toronto has been a team that they've split with over the past few years. This is going to be a tough game tonight. Orlando, they've already lost the game to Orlando. They haven't played the Knicks at all, and the Knicks have gotten much better since the start of the season. So I think that there are some games here that we'll have to see how healthy the opponents are. But really for the Pelicans, it comes down to are they going to defend and can Brandon Ingram, and I mean, quite frankly, because Zion Williamson won't be back probably for another three to four weeks, can Brandon Ingram carry them over the next three weeks to the point that Zion Williamson, when he does return, that they can be making a legitimate push? So, David, you feel Zion will return before playoff time? Because that, that's <laughs> close. My fingers crossed. That's close. Man, I know about those second hamstring pulls. Man, I've worked with enough doctors on that, yeah. and they'll tell you that second time you pull it, you're going to be out for quite some time. Mike, look, the thing that concerns me about Zion is that all of these have been on his right side. That's right. The right foot, the right ankle, the right knee, the right hamstring. That, to me, going all the way back to high school, it's always been the right side of his body. That that worries me. And like you said, to, to have a setback with the hamstring, now you're worried not just about a strain. Is he going to tear it? And Zion Williamson with a torn hamstring is something that, you know, is just a problem going into next season. So I don't know. I, I mean, I don't think the Pelicans can count on that. 
I'd be playing as if, if Brandon Ingram is going to be the leader of this team for the remaining 23 games because you're right. The amount of time to test it out again and ramp up for that hamstring, do you want to put him in position where you've got to play him 30 minutes a night, 36 minutes a night to try to win games down the stretch and put that pressure on that hammy? I don't know if you do. David, you did the game the first time, and I watched some of it last night. Uh, we, we got off early at 530 uh, because of LSU basketball, but I saw the Cougars play. My God. Um, man, and I know you did the first game uh, uh, when Tulane played Houston, but to see them – and listen, you can have a bad night and they can get knocked out, but to me, they're the best college basketball team in the country. They've got great guard play and they play defense for 40 minutes. And that's what it takes to win in the NCAA tournament. Can your guards come up and they've got Sasser who can make big shots. Their front court is insanely athletic. They can switch everything and they defend as well as anybody I've seen in quite some time. And we know how good the thing is you, if you watch that Tulane team and see how good they've been offensively this season against everybody else. And in but the two one. games against Houston, they've been embarrassed. <laughs> yes. It's, it shows you how good that Houston team is defensively. They make everybody look bad offensively. Charlie, we're not we're talking about it. He's like, man, I can't believe you know the point spread was seventeen. I'd have probably put yeah, coin on looked, Charlie. I said, big. Charlie, you'd have lost your money. No. You just as soon have rolled down your window, and when you left here on Pardew Street, throw that money out. Because I've seen I'm Houston play you. like Memphis, right? And they've granted they've had some struggles with Memphis in the past couple of years. Memphis without their best player, they had a huge point spread as well, and that was a close game. And I had also seen Tulane play Memphis, and they looked really good. They won that game. So I'm thinking Tulane's got a good squad, and then man, Memphis. Memphis just, or two, uh, they my bad. Houston them. just turned it, they, turned they it up a, a separate notch. Week. Smoked them. Houston has something that a lot. I mean, that when when Kevin, um, excuse, I'm, I'm forgetting his last name now. I don't know why the head coach over at Houston, um, Samson, Samson, Kevin, Kelvin Samson. What he's done, and like he says, our team doesn't change. Like the players may change, but our style and who we are and our identity doesn't. And he's built that up over the last four years into them being the toughest team. And I think that that part, the mental and physical toughness of that team, you got to be prepared to take it. And I don't know how many kids, and that's what the, you know, the NCAA has become, yep. is these kids, a lot of kids don't want to get beat up like that. And, it's not, I mean, it's not, and I'm not saying that in a derogatory way. They will test you physically and mentally for 40 minutes, and a lot of people are not ready for that. David, uh, going back to the NBA, your thoughts on the East and who comes out of that? Uh, I think you know Milwaukee looks good again if if Giannis if the wrist doesn't bother him down the stretch. Uh, I think is a really good team. Certainly Boston. Um, you know a lot of people like Philly. Uh, your thoughts on, on the East uh, in the NBA? It's the, it seems like it's it that Boston and, and Milwaukee are the class of the East. I still worry about Philly because, again, we've never seen Philly get past the second round. We've never seen it. So until I see them do that, until I see one iteration of this work, and, it, and same with Doc Rivers, who hasn't been past the second round that's right. since the last time he made the NBA Finals. Like, that's how long it's been for him. So I, don't, I can't put my, my faith in Philly. I've seen Milwaukee do it. I've seen Boston do it. And those two teams feel like they, they won't question themselves in the postseason. And I think in the East, the gap is a lot bigger than it is in the West uh, between the top two and everybody else. Hopping back over to the West, David, I mean, I'm just going to piggyback on what Mike was just asking. 
Like, it seems like the West is just so, as we were talking about earlier, so condensed. It's almost rife for, like, upsets. You'll see upsets in the first round of the the Western Conference playoffs. Which teams do you think are really vulnerable at the top? In Memphis, certainly. We've seen them struggle against the top teams in the West all season long. Um, I think emotionally Memphis is the most volatile team uh, that they can be baited into making bad decisions. Um, you know, this is when you start seeing not having a true veteran who's the leader, you know, and the Memphis doesn't have that. I think with Denver, you always worry, is, is the second score going to show up for, for uh, you know, Nikola uh, Jokic? The rest of it is, you know, I, I think as you look at the, all the other teams, there are major weaknesses for pretty much every team in the West. And I think as we get to the end of this season, teams will literally be positioning themselves as we've seen in baseball. They will be positioning themselves looking for that matchup in the knockout round. If you're 7 through 10 and you know that's where you are, or if you're 6 and you're looking for these things, you're going to start trying to position yourself because there are matchups for each one of these teams that are more favorable. And if you're the Pelicans, yeah, you want to play Memphis. That's who you want to – you know, you'd like to play them or you'd like to match – you don't want to play a team that's going to have active bigs or a really great point guard. So, you know, I think teams are going to seek those out. Um, But nobody – Nobody in the West, well, nobody in the NBA this year is dom- that dominant or, or looking like um, even last year's Warriors, who weren't the most dominant regular season team we've seen. They were third in the West. So I, I just think that they're, yeah, this, the, this could be the closest playoffs we've seen in a very long time in the NBA, and you could see multiple lower seeds win in the first round, which is really rare in pro basketball. David, thanks so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Man, I thought about you the other day. We had a a guest on from Kansas City to talk about the Chiefs, and he said this matter-of-factly. Man, you know, yeah, the Chiefs been in the Super Bowl three out of the last four years. I remember we had a conversation. You had just finished doing a TV show. I was going in to do one. And we're talking about, man, how fans don't understand how hard it is to get there. And my thing is, this dude from Kansas City was like, yeah, we've been there three out of the last – What? My thing is, dude, you need to get a good shaking because I'm telling you, uh, now with Mahomes, he may see it again uh, a few more times, but it just is so rare in the NFL to see a team that can do that. And I think it's going to be a while before we see it in New Orleans. I really do. I agree with you. You know, this is, I don't know if they, I certainly don't have a lot of faith right now in the coach. And I'm certain, and there's so many questions about the lineup. The Saints, need a franchise player again, and they don't have a franchise player currently. David, thanks so much for joining us, man. Really appreciate it. Always great info, brother. Always a pleasure to talk to you guys. All righty. Uh, be back anytime. All righty. David Grubb from Hard in the Paint Podcast, also Pelican Scoop. And we'll be back with more Sports Talk here on the Big 870. Back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. We're going to go back to our Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Line. We're going to go to Sam and Gretna. Sam, you're in the huddle with Mike and Charlie. Hey, Mike. Hey, Charlie. Charlie, you're doing a great job on there and everything. It's, it's yeah, really he's, man, he, he's, he's getting out of being the rookie mode now. He's, he's in his second hey, year. I'm doing my best. He's doing good. He, he's doing well on the air. He, he doesn't sound like a rookie, you know. But uh, uh, um, I want to follow up on something David brought up about with, um, with uh, Derek Carr there. Um, if y'all could, like, maybe um, uh, put that on Rewind or something, and every time the subject comes up, 
uh, if you could have uh, uh, David's quotes on on the car situation. Now, I've never been a GM. I've never been a coach. All right, but I have a math problem. Now, uh, Mike, you know all these contracts a lot better than anybody else up there. What I'm wondering about is uh, uh, if if we're skipped when we got in the boat. All right, what would Carr's contract with the Saints look like? Like. Uh, amount of money and 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 I guess five years, right? Yeah, you're looking at probably thirty four to thirty five million dollars a year. Is he worth that? Okay. I mean, you have to you have to think about it, okay? And I get it if I'm Dennis Allen, man, I'm not going to have a second chance. That that's not going to be another shot for me here. Uh, do I go with Derek? Derek's never been surrounded by a really good defense. I, I do say that, but I think he's no more than an above average NFL quarterback. I think yeah. that's. I think I, I agree with David that okay. Look at the financial commitment you will have to make. Five years, one seventy-five, Mike. Yep, that, that's what you're looking for. That's what I think. That's what he's most likely going to get either here or New York. Now I don't know what's going to happen in Carolina, and that's the biggest surprise for me. Has he priced himself out of the Panthers market where they say, "Man, I'm not paying that for Derek Carr." I don't know that. <laughs> That you tell something. That, but that tells you in a quarterback-starved league that a free agent quarterback has only visited two teams, the Saints and the Jets. Yeah. Do we overpay for him or with similar statistics and maybe not, not, not as much down the field, uh, long throws maybe, but for the same statistics, if we bring back uh, Andy Dalton – and, and draft um, and Hooker and say, okay, look, work on your rehab, and while you're doing rehab, we, 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 we want you studying film. Yeah. And have them ready for next year, backing up Andy. Uh, so that way, instead of having Carr for like two or three years, if he doesn't get hurt at the level that he's playing presently, right? Uh, assume that he doesn't fall off because he's not Aaron Rodgers, he's not Tom Brady, he's not Drew Brees. You know, he'll be 35 in, in three years. All right, so do we get three years of a starter or do we get a starter for next year, Andy, and then four more years of Hooker starting? Here's my deal. If you don't have a running game, it doesn't make a damn bit of difference who you got a quarterback that's out there in the open market today. It really doesn't. You got that one, especially after last year. Uh, you, you saw it last year. They, they were stalled at the line of scrimmage. You could, they couldn't run the football. Uh, they've invested so much in first-round pick people and spent a lot of money, and you're not getting the results from your offensive line. Just not. you got to make changes there. That, Mike, I'll never forget, that was your biggest problem with this team entering last season was what was the offensive line going to do, and they did not have a very good year. No, they didn't. Uh, man, you can give me all this pro football focus stuff all you want. Oh, but pro football focus thinks that Andrews Pete's a good player. <laughs> My thing with pro football focus, I want to see the dude who's actually evaluating it at that yeah. moment. Uh, because, man, they come up with these evaluations uh, two minutes after the game's over with. Come on. Uh, there's no way right. uh, you can do that. Thanks so much for the call, Sam. We really appreciate it. We'll be back with more Sports Talk here on the Big 870. Finishing up here in our number two of Sports Talk on the Big 870, Mike Detail along with Charlie Long. I have a text I'm going to read out, and he says, Mike, other than the Saints, who are you most interested in? One team, AFC, NFC. For me in the NFC, Falcons. $55 million under the cap. And 
You got a coach and a GM that are entering year three. Uh, Does he mean as in like what they're going to do in the offseason? Uh, what they're going to do in the offseason. Man, the Jets and the AFC for me. Uh, I, I really want to see what they, if they if they can pull off a move for Aaron Rodgers, that, that's going to be an that, interesting team. Because we know now that they head coach, GM, they would want Derek Carr. Woody Johnson, the owner, he wants Aaron Rodgers. So it would be interesting to see on that part. Uh, I'm going to go Miami. The reason why I think Vic Fangio and the way – I think he's a tremendous defensive coach. And they'll play much better on defense. My biggest concern is what happens at quarterback. Because, man, with Tua, you're so concerned uh, with the head head injuries injuries. uh, with that. And they have so many pieces of the puzzle there. Man, when you got Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle. They have a win-now roster, Mike. Yeah, absolutely. And what happens? Do they stand pat at quarterback? There's no way I could do that. No way. Understanding the head issues that's happened with Tua, I have to make a move toward a quarterback somewhere. Hmm. Yeah, the NFC for me, uh, I, I think I kind of agree with you with the Falcons. They have all the money that they can throw around, and all this talk about Baltimore and Lamar Jackson is kind of culminating in a move that's going to happen in a few weeks, I think. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if they all chips in on Lamar Jackson. And it's going to cost you a bundle, believe me, financially and also player-wise. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.